superhero action figures over seven inches tall. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. Lots of action for one and all. Action figures over seven inches tall. The Riley and Kimmy Show. It's a flashback Friday. Welcome to this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. It's number 1,503. We're going to go back in time on this episode. With me is my fellow time traveler. That is... Hi, I'm your host, Patrick Riley. They said his face was meant for radio. They said that he'd look good on radio. And everybody told him where to go. Oh, they tell me where to go all the time. You can find out my face is uh, for radio or not. Uh, you can find that out this weekend at a couple of locations. The Riley and Kimmy show is going to be out and about. We'll have more information on the way. Right next to me is Kimmy. And that is what I love. I love that she's doing something new all the time, and she is strange. That's the key point. That is Kimmy. She's so strange, she makes me look normal. Welcome to the show, Kimmy. Thank you. You are quite welcome. How are things going for you on this Flashback Friday? Happy Friday. we can be part of them you can take us along with you anywhere we are on iHeartRadio, itunes soundcloud to make it easy archived episodes available on our website at rileyandkimmy.com we will be out and about if you are in central florida you love dogs and animals make sure you join us coming up on saturday we will be in downtown deland for the mardi gras on main street dog parade it's always a great time it's a fantastic time and no kidding here Tens of thousands of individuals line up along the streets or the street main street of Deland, and many partake in the parade themselves, all revolving around the world of dog. Dogs. Yes, yeah. tons and tons of dogs. The cool Riley, time. Yes, the Riley and Gimme show will be, well, it's our second to last day wrapping up our 1500th episode celebration tour. We will be walking with the DeLand Animal Hospital mm -hmm. and their float. Good friends to the Riley and Kimmy Show. That's the DeLand Animal Hospital. And we have two of our fur kids who will be going. We have one of our veterans who's been going many, many years. She never misses the DeLand Animal Parade and the, the Mardi Gras Parade on Main Street. She's not going to miss this one at all. She is actually, I know she's quite excited about it. I can already tell, Kimmy. Oh, really? Yes, she is. I, But she doesn't know what costume she's going as of yet. You do have something for her, right? Mm -hmm. And joining her for the first time will be the American Staffordshire Terrier, who we adopted late last year. He's one of those prison pups. He will be with her as well in costume, right? Uh-huh. And right now he's behind me, all excited about it, as you can see on his dog bed. Mm, yeah. About as much excitement <laughs> we'll probably get out of him coming up 
on Saturday. It's amazing to see this, all these different types of dogs all getting along and all their owners actually getting along too, and all the fantastic floats. Many individuals, most of them put so many hours into those floats. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So it, be- it's amazing. It's very, very, fun, very fun. Yes, it is. Many things to check out alongside the parade route. Many businesses, uh, downtown Deland will be open. Plenty of places to eat and check out. That is this Saturday. We look forward to seeing you there. And then Sunday, we wrap up that uh, 1500th episode celebration at a perfect place, and that is the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Full of comic books, collectibles, and so much more pop culture. And if you are into comic books, plenty of guests there on hand, like Ryan Otley, also Billy Tushy, Frank Thierry, just to name a few. Also, Tony Moore, co-creator of The Walking Dead, will be there. Nick Bradshaw and Ryan Stegman. Local artists on hand, plenty of them. Local creator, give you an example, Jake Estrada of Space Coast Comics will be on hand. And he's one of the easiest and nicest individuals to talk to about comic books and drawing and sketching. If you have a portfolio or you know somebody who who has one, please bring it by Jake's table. And another individual sketching on hand, he loves to mash things up, get a little crazy. He likes the challenge, and that is cool as heck, will be there as well. Mm -hmm. That's just some of the local artists. I can't forget, Loco Duck is there too the designer of one of the uh, Riley and Kimmy shows uh, prints and that we have, correct? Right. Loco Duck, fantastic. You'll see him there and many others. Check out the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con's Facebook page to find more guest information. Cosplay contest will be happening at 4 o'clock. That's going to be a fun time, isn't it? It will be, yes. Yes, that's happening at 4 o'clock, so be sure to come out. Whatever level of cosplay costuming uh, you happen to be at, it's welcome to all ages, all skill levels and be sure to check out Thomas Blasco of Bat Tech Cosplay his table with members of the Justice League he will be he will be changing you know different characters one of them he is debuting as the Martian Manhunter you can see him as the Martian Manhunter on our Facebook page get a little idea what you you can see at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con also on hand if you like the walking dead get your photo with Cecil Grimes Walking Dead cosplayer, world known. That is Cecil Grimes, who does a Rick Grimes impersonation. You won't believe your eyes. So get a photo with him. Matter of fact, he's going to be located pretty close right when you walk into the convention. You won't miss Cecil. And video games, if you like those classic arcade games. Now, I don't know what they're bringing. It could be anything. They could be bringing Pac-Man. They could be bringing Ms. Pac-Man. They could be bringing both. They could be bringing Donkey Kong, Centipede. Who knows There are so many to choose from. That is Free Play Florida. Good friends to the Riley and Kimmy Show will be on hand offering free arcade gaming all day at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. Big thank you going out to Brian Jones, Brandon, and Marcy from Free Play Florida for making this happen. They will be there to talk to them about arcade games and, you know, the classic retro games, too, that have come out in honor of those those, uh, classics. Mm Mm-hmm. It will be a fun day. Something for all ages. Oh, we've been told rock painting, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kimmy's been invited to paint some rocks. I have been. Yes. yes. So if you have an idea of something for Kimmy to paint, uh, stop by our table and, and tell us, right? Uh-huh. And be sure to swing by the Riley and Kimmy Show's table and do a little show and tell. Show us that autograph, that uh, drawing, that sketch, that that collectible that you have found at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con 
at a bigger and better location right next to the Florida Mall in the Florida Hotel. If you've been to previous Orlando Toy and Comic Cons, you will be amazed at this new location. Definitely bigger and better. Right, Kimmy? It, it is. It's beautiful. And you can find out more at OrlandoToyAndComicCon.com. Also on their Facebook page, please follow them to find out more. Visit our website, by the way, for archived episodes, links to you know iHeartRadio, iTunes, also SoundCloud and more, and celebrity interviews we've done in the past, video interviews and pop culture information, and oh, the most important thing, social media links. Be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy Show. We'll be doing updates throughout the day. From the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con, best way to find those updates is with Facebook and Twitter and other social media. We have those links on our website. What is our web address, Kimmy? RileyandKimmy.com Find archived podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com Pop Culture Escapism the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Shall we play again? That is the big question on this flashback Friday. Does Kimmy want to go back in time to the thrilling days of yesteryear? Challenge her brain cell with some pop culture trivia. What say you on a flashback Friday, Kimmy? Oh, yeah. Okay, one of the things I want to stress, that timeline has been adjusted. It's not running in chronological or linear order. So please shout out your answers. Help Kimmy along. Shout out to whatever computing device you have the Riley and Kimmy show playing on right now. It could be anything because we are mobile. We are global. We are the Riley and Kimmy show. And Kimmy believes in time travel answers, so... Get ready to help her out. This might be a difficult episode for her. Kimmy, Western Union discontinues its telegram service on this date in history. We are giving you a 20-year plus or minus. Tell us when it ended. No no more telegrams. 1960? 2006 is when that came to a conclusion. Listen carefully. It was on this date, 1784. This founding father expresses unhappiness over the eagle being chosen as America's symbol. He thought it should be the turkey. Who is it? George Washington? No. Ben Franklin? Yes. It was Ben Franklin who who was in love with the turkey for some Mm. reason. He was in love with the turkey. (laughs) What do you think about the turkey being uh, Mm. the national bird? No. Okay. So on this date, an actor who would become a politician. Do you need a clue, Kimmy? No, that's Ronald Reagan. That's correct. I thought maybe we'd have to give you a clue. Today marks my first State of the Union address to you. A constitutional duty as old as our republic itself. President Washington began this tradition in 1790 after reminding the nation that the destiny of self-government and the preservation of the sacred fire of liberty is finally staked on the experiment entrusted to the hands of the American people. The year is 1959. A leaning science fiction, a leaning fantasy 
TV show debuts on ABC TV. It would become popular in syndication for many years. Can you identify this show, Kimmy? Here's your clue. What you're about to see is a matter of human record. Explain it, we cannot. Disprove it, we cannot. We simply invite you to... Joe. Mm, no? You can't fill in the blank there. One step beyond. It was one step beyond. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No. Okay, moving to music. The year is 1961. This song hits number one. Tell me the name of the song. Do you gaze at your doorstep and picture me there? Is your heart filled with pain? Shall I come back again? Can you tell me the number one song? Are you lonely tonight? Judges will have to decide. Are you lonesome tonight? Do you miss me tonight? Are you sorry we drifted apart? Who had that number one hit in 1961 on this date? Elvis. That's correct. It's 1962. The United States launches a space probe. Gimme, it's called Ranger 3. Where is Ranger 3 supposed to go? It misses its mark by 22,000 miles. Mars? No, Ranger 3 was heading towards the moon, but missed it by 22,000 miles. Oh. It was on this date, 1970, the fifth and final studio album by this duo is released. It would win the Grammy Award Album of the Year, Best Engineered Non-Classical Album for 1971. It has many hits from that album, one of them being a title track. Tell me the name of that album or single. Here's your clue. Can you tell me the name of the album or the single? Well, you, either one you get it right. Bridge Over Troubled Waters. Like a bridge over troubled water, I will lay me down like a bridge over troubled water. Kimmy, can you tell me who had that album? Simon and Garfunkel. That's correct. Moving to television, the year is 1979. This TV show premieres. Identify the TV show. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law. Can you tell me the name of that TV show? Dukes of Hazard. That's right. What network aired Dukes of Hazard originally? NBC? It was CBS. You met one of the Dukes. Yes, I did. Who'd you meet? Do you remember? John Schneider. Well, she didn't care about him being on the Dukes of Hazard. She cared because he was Paw Kent on Smallville. The year is 1984. CBS Television debuts this detective. TV series, 
Tell me the name of the TV show. Matter of fact, it's going to be a miracle if you can. This is impossible television trivia. Kimmy, can you identify that show that actually sounds like it's out of time? 1984 is when it debuted on CBS. Can you tell me the name of it? Mickey Spillane? We will accept that. It's Mickey Spillane's Mike Hammer, 1984. I don't know how how you got that. It was on the state in 1996. Some court action happens, Kimmy. The First Lady of the United States testifies before a grand jury concerning the Whitewater Probe. Who is the First Lady? Hillary Clinton. Correct. The year is 1998. This individual holds a press conference and says the following. Tell me who it is. But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you. Academy Award winning time there. No, I'm, or maybe Emmy because it was on TV. Can you tell me who that was? Bill yes. Clinton. That's right. That's, <laughs> I'm going to do it. That's right, Kimmy. 1998 is when that was said. It was on this date in 2005. She is sworn in as the United States Secretary of State, the first African-American woman to hold the post. Who is it? I am indeed glad to join you. Uh, glad to join you from Stanford University. Uh, Tom is right. I've been at Stanford now 31 years. Stanford hired me when I was 11, obviously, and uh, it's, it's been a great run at, at Stanford. But I'm delighted to join this wonderful collection um, of young people and their friends uh, who I'm sure will make a very big difference. Can you tell me who it is? Condoleezza Rice. That's correct. The year is 2009. This single is released. It becomes the Billboard Song of the Year for 2009. Actor, comedian... And singer has it as a hit with T-Pain. That who, that's who helps him out. Can you tell me who it is? Here's the song, Blame It On. Blame it on the got Can you tell me who that is, Kimmy? Mm, no, I can't. He would play Electro in one of the Spider-Man films. Jamie Foxx? That's correct. The year's 2010. <laughs> it was announced that this movie had become the highest grossing film worldwide. The year is 2010. What movie became the highest grossing film worldwide? Do I need to tell you the director? Um, yeah. James Cameron. Avatar. Correct. Notable and celebrity birthdays. This person born 1880, died 1964 at the age of 84. 
an American five-star general known for this quote. Can you tell me who it is, though, Kimmy? Here is your clue. I'm closing my 52 years of military service. But I still remember the refrain of one of the most popular barrack ballads of that day, which proclaimed most proudly that old soldiers never die. They just fade away. Can you tell me who that was? Kimmy's looking perplexed. Come on, you can do it. Shout the answer out to Kimmy. She needs your help. No. That's Douglas MacArthur, who was born on this date, 1880. Gregory Peck played him in a, in a biofilm. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Kimmy, have you? Mm-mm. It was on this date, 1915. This actor was born, Kimmy. Became known for a certain television series. Here's the TV series. Can you tell me that classic TV series? Perry Mason. Yes, he played on Perry Mason. He was the detective. You remember Paul Drake, the guy uh, with white hair who would help out Perry mm, and do investigations? Sure. Hi, beautiful. Bye, beautiful. Yes, that was his phrase. He would always come into the office and say to the secretary, you know, he would say, Hi, beautiful. Bye, beautiful. And then when he would leave. Yes. Premature Gray. Okay. In a ton of films... In the 40s, went into the military because of World War II, quit films, came back. He was asked to come back, and he actually auditioned to play Perry Mason, but ended up playing Paul Drake. And he was in quite a few sci-fi films, too. In 1957, he was in The Deadly Mantis. Occasionally, Sven Gulli runs that on Me TV, and also 20 Million Miles to Earth from 1957. I, I love those movies. Mm. I do. I do. You remember The Deadly Mantis, don't you? Mm, I think oh, so. Oh, it's fantastic, Kimmy. Next individual born on this date, 1925, died 2008 at the age of 83. A ton of films. You know him from a 2002 film. I tried to avoid more upset, so I did what was necessary. But I loved you like a son. And now I'm telling you, leave before it's too late. There are only murderers in this room. Michael, open your eyes. This is the life we chose, the life we lead. And there is only one guarantee. None of us will see heaven. Who is it, Kimmy? Paul Newman. That's correct. Joan Leslie, born in this date, 1925, won't ask you a single thing because she's part of Forgotten Hollywood. That's the title I I put some people or put them in that category. It's an unfortunate category to end up in. Very talented American actress, dancer, and vaudevillian who during the Hollywood Golden Age appeared in such films as High Sierra, Sergeant York, and Yankee Doodle Dandy. Next individual, Kimmy, former Major League Baseball player, current sportscaster. He's a comedian and an actor and has been a well a spokesperson with television commercials over the course of time. He has served as a play-by-play announcer for the Milwaukee Brewers on radio since 1971. He was part of this TV series, Identify the TV Series. Streaks on the china never mattered before. Who cares when you drop kicked your jacket as you came through the door? No one glared, but sometimes things get turned around and no one spared. 
Can you tell me the name of the TV show from 1985 to 1990? He was on. No. That's Mr. Belvedere. You remember that show, right? Uh Uh-huh. You've seen the show, correct? He played George, the homeowner. Also, he worked at a TV station and got in all kinds of trouble in one of the episodes. My favorite episode of Mr. Belvedere when he actually says something he shouldn't on TV and they try, they can't fire him. They can't fire him for, because he has a contract. It's like six months or a year left in the contract. So they try to make him miserable to quit. They put him on the farm pig reports in the early morning. They have him polishing the transmitter. They make him a clown on a kid's show, but he won't give up. I love this episode of Mr. Belvedere. Tell me who is celebrating a birthday today, Kimmy. Tonight I'd like to talk about something that bugs me every time I go out to the old ballpark. It's not the price of the ticket or having to play bumper cars in the parking lot or even those soggy hot dog buns. What really bugs me is the national anthem. (laughs) Who needs it? I mean, there you are, all cozy in your seat, with your popcorn and peanuts and cracker jacks, when some joker says, please rise. Yeah, that's what got him in trouble on that episode. Can you tell me who it is who's celebrating his 84th birthday oh, today? I can't think of his name, I know. Kimmy does play-by-play from your hometown area, right around where you're from. Mm-hmm. That's Bob Euchre celebrating his 84th birthday. Next person played Alan Shepard in The Right Stuff in 1983, and he was the arsonist, the bad person in Backdraft, the one who was actually setting the fires and they were trying to catch. Can you tell me who he is? Mm. What's the name of the actor? I can't recall. It's Scott Glenn having a birthday today. He is 76. Next person, born 1946, an American film critic and journalist for the Chicago Tribune, Along with Roger Ebert, he hosted a series of movie reviews. He did this on TV from 1975 to 1999. Who is it? Gene Siskel. That's right. Died 1999 at the age of 53. Next person. Identify this singer celebrating her 65th birthday. She had a adult top 40 hit. Peaked at number 36 in 2003. Here's your clue. You don't have to prove your manner to me constantly I know you're the man, can't you say? I love you righteously Why you wanna diss me after the way you've been kissing me? After those pretty things you say And the love we made today Righteously, 2003, number 36 on the adult top 40. Can you tell me who the birthday person is? No. One more clue, 2008, hit number 22. I found the love I've been looking for. It's a real love. It's a real love. Standing up behind an electric guitar. It's a real love. It's a real love. And all the time I was thinking the word. And all the time I never thought I'd And can you tell me who had real love as a hit and who's celebrating her 65th birthday? I cannot. It's Lucinda Williams celebrating a birthday today. Next person, guitar player. He met actress Valerie Bertinelli at one of his concerts in Louisiana. They married in 1981 and have one child named Wolfgang. Who is the birthday person? Eddie Van Halen. Correct. How old is he within five years? Um, 65. He's 63. In 2011, Rolling Stone ranked Eddie Van Halen number 8 in the list of 100 Greatest Guitarists. In 2012, he was voted number 1 in the Guitar World Magazine Reader's Poll for the 100th 
100 greatest guitarists of all time. Next person celebrating a birthday. Tell me how old she is once you identify her. She's an actress, a comedian. As you probably know, or you may not know, but now you do. I have a birthday. Thank you. Yeah, it's a big one. And yeah, because a lot of people in Hollywood put that off. They don't do it. But I'm going to do it. I am. And I'm, I'm feeling great. And I think it's because I try to eat healthy and I exercise every day. And I try to keep stress out of my life, especially little things uh, like, um, what are they called? Kids. Can you tell me? Who she is. Ellen DeGeneres. Yes, she's having a birthday. How old is she within five? Uh, 51. Ellen would give you a fist bump or maybe a big hug. Ellen is celebrating her 60th birthday today. Next individual recording artist celebrating her 60th birthday. She has retired from performing. She charted many times in the top 40 and the R&B charts. Tell me who this is. Sample of her number eight hit from 1986, Sweet Love. Can you tell me who's celebrating her 60th birthday today? Oh, I know who it is, but I I, I can't think of her name. Really? We'll give you one more clue. Oh, 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 Anita Baker. You got it, Anita Baker. I thought we'd have to go to one more clue. She had a, another big hit in the 1980s called Giving You the Best That I Got. Anita Baker celebrating her 60th birthday today. Kimmy, tell me why this person's on the famous list celebrating a birthday today. His 57th birthday, Wayne Gretzky. He was a hockey player. That's correct. He is known as the Great One. He won four Stanley Cups. Next individual celebrating a birthday, he is 55. Tell me what, well, he was part of a duo, a music duo. Tell me the name of the duo. It's Andrew Ridgely having a birthday. Uh, part of Wham? That's that's 100% correct. I see dead people. Notables, famous people, celebrities who passed away on this date in history. Kimmy, tell me why this person's on that famous list. He died 1893 on his 74th birthday. Abner Doubleday. He invented baseball. He's credited for that. Some dispute it, but you are right. That's the answer we were looking for. It's 1932. William Wrigley dies at the age of 70. Tell us two or at least one of the things he either created or owned. Chewing gum. That's right. Wrigley gum. And can you tell me the, well... Wrigley Field. Yeah, well, what is Wrigley Field part of? Ah, it's where the Chicago Cubs play. Yes, he purchased the Chicago Cubs 1925. He died at the age of 70 in 1932. The year is 2016. An American actor dies at the age of 94. There were rumors of his death for like decades. He looked a lot older than he was decades before when he became famous. 
He was in one of the Godfather films, but he played on a certain TV series, Identify the TV Show. Can you tell me the name of that TV show? Barney Miller. Correct, Kimmy. He was part of Barney Miller from 1975 to 1977. Here's your clue. Tell me who it is. I've had dealings with these people before. You gotta be tough with them. Scam a little. Oh, hello. This is Sergeant Fish at the 12th Precinct. But that can't be. I am Sergeant Philip K. Fish. But your records must be wrong. Lady, who are you gonna listen to? Me or your computer? I'm dead. Yes, he died on this date. Who is it? Abe Vigoda. Correct. 2017, this American actress dies at the age of 94, best known for a role on, well, this TV show, which we talked about just a few moments ago. She was known for the TV series Perry Mason. She played Perry's secretary in 270-plus episodes of the show from 1957 to 1966. Then she went back to the role in 30 Perry Mason movies for television. Kimmy, tell me who it is. Is. Della? Hey, come on, girl. It's midnight. Time you quit working. Midnight? Why don't we just stay till tomorrow? Union rules? Now, come on, rise and shine. I just gave up. It's your own fault. You shouldn't be fooling around with wills and sulky heiresses anyway. Your specialty is murder. She was born in DeKalb, Illinois, raised in Rockford, Illinois. Kimmy, tell me who she is. Barbara Hale. That's right. Passed away on this date, 2017. Another person who passed away on this date, American actor, dies at the age of 91, known for this TV series. Kimmy's looking puzzled. Please shout out an answer. She can't identify this this classic theme. Me TV actually runs this show very, very early in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning Eastern Time. That's right. Or very late, depending upon your point of view. You can't tell me the name of this show. Mm-hmm. Not at all. No. I'll give you one. The only clue I can think of is this show, which started in 1967, ran to 75, would use like a comic book panel opening. It had the comic book panels where different things were going on with the character and mm. stuff in the opening. You can't do it? Mm-mm. It's Mannix. Ah, Mannix okay. from 1967 to 75. He played on that. Can you tell me who played Joe Mannix? I cannot. That's Mike Connors. He died on this date, 2017. And if you have the opportunity to see Diagnosis Murder, by the way, MeTV runs that, I think, like at 11 o'clock Eastern Time during the weekdays. There's an episode called Hard Boiled Murder from 1997. Mike Connors comes back as as Joe Mannix, and it's really cool seeing he and Dick Van Dyke working together. It, it, it's, it is. It's a really cool episode. That is Diagnosis Murder. Mike Connors passing away on this date, 2017. Kimmy, I think you did a fantastic job with trivia today on this Flashback Friday. Thank you. We're going to go back in time and honor something we talked about on trivia with the golden age of radio. 
Attention comic book fans, toy collectors, lovers of pop culture, and cosplayers. The Orlando Toy and Comic Con is happening Sunday, January 28th. It's bigger and better in a new location. The Orlando Toy and Comic Con is being held at the beautiful and spacious Florida Hotel and Conference Center, 1500 Sand Lake Road, Orlando, Florida. Attention zombie fans, meet Tony Moore, the co-creator of The Walking Dead. Get your photo taken with one of the world's leading cosplayers, Cecil Grimes, impersonator of Rick Grimes of the hit TV show, The Walking Dead. This is your chance to meet Nick Bradshaw, artist on Guardians of the Galaxy, Wolverine, and the X-Men. Artist Ryan Stegman of Spider-Man, Scarlet Spider, Wolverine Fang. Artist Billy Tushi, the creator of the comic book, She. Artist Ryan Otley, best known for Image Comics, Invincible. Frank Terry, writer of DC and Marvel Comics and the video game Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Fate of Two Worlds. Discover why many consider the Orlando Toy and Comic Con the best one-day comic book toy show in America. Visit Orlando Toy and Comic Con's Facebook page for locations of advanced tickets and the website orlandotoyandcomiccon.com. Share with all your friends Sunday, January 28th. It's the Orlando Toy and Comic Con at a new location, bigger and better, with many new vendors bringing tons of comic books, toys, pop vinyls, collectibles, and more. It's the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. It's worth the drive. It's worth the flight. January 28th, the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con. Don't miss it. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Radio Watch News. Radio Someone Still Love You. And that's the Riley and Kimmy Show. We mentioned just moments ago actress Joan Leslie being born in this date, 1925. Joan did quite a few things during the golden age of radio. We have an excellent example called World Without End. This is from 1949. Here's our tribute to actress Joan Leslie on The Riley and Kimmy Show. Now our curtain rises. The time, late autumn of 1939. The place, a small mountain lodge in the backwoods of Canada's Quebec province. Chris, it's starting to snow. Amazing. But it's snowing hard. Suppose we're snowed in here. Perfect. If there's anything better than a one-month honeymoon, it's a three-month honeymoon. Oh, and what about your job? Who cares about a job? Come here, you. I'm here. No, down here by the fire. That's better. Hello, Mr. Jordan. Hi, Mrs. Jordan. Sweet, we should think about the storm. You think about it. But we must get out by Wednesday. How else can you be back at work on time? We'll get out. How? On skis or snowshoes. Snowshoes? Me? I don't know how. (laughs) You better learn. You're a Canadian now, remember? I remember. Hey, are you glad? Glad? That I made that trip down to New York. That Ellen Jensen invited us to the same party. Oh, dear blessed Ellen. Chris, was that two weeks real? Me? I wouldn't know. <laughs> no doubt. Is everyone like this? <laughs> Some people are worse. Chris, have you ever been in love before? Hundreds of times. Oh, don't joke. I want to know. Well, darling... It's a big word, love. Depends on what you mean. Oh, you know. I mean the, the forgetting. Forgetting that you're you. 
when all the things that have always seemed unreal and wonderful in your life, sunsets, moonlight across still water, waves pounding on a beach, things you've seen and heard and loved, but they were always apart from you, suddenly aren't apart any longer. The sunsets are singing inside of you. (laughs) Well, that's crazy, of course. Sunsets can't sing. I'm not so sure. Maybe ecstasy is what I mean. Not the ecstasy that's gone in a moment, but the kind that's only born when the miracle happens. When the man and woman meet who, through all of time, were destined only for each other. And you can even ask if I've ever felt that for anyone else. Chris. You're the only one, Mary. The only one there could be for me. Now and forever. Forever, Chris. It is forever. Oh, Chris. What? Oh, I thought I heard someone calling. Hey, you're right. Hello, Chris. Oh, that's Rene. Who's he? He's a trapper who lives up river a ways. Hello, Rene. Well, it's good to see you, Rene. Oh, this is my wife, darling, Rene Chavigny. Un grand plaisir, madame. Thank you, Rene. Come in, won't you? Oh, no, no. I'm only because this telegram for you from Village. They asked me to bring on my way. Telegram? Oh, well, thanks, Rene. Goodbye, Rene. Au revoir, Rene. Chris, a telegram. Well, what do you suppose? <laughs> well, maybe my opening it will be a good way to find out, eh? Well? Darling, you'd better read it. Oh, Chris. You should have expected it, I guess, with what's happened in Poland since the war started. Remember I told you I was an officer in the Naval Reserve? Yes, of course you did. Probably doesn't mean anything. It just says to report. Sure, maybe maybe they just need you to train recruits. That's right. It could mean a lot of things. Besides, you're married now. That should make a difference. Darling... Yes. I wasn't married when all this began. I mean to say, well, if they do need me... Of course. I'll start packing. This means we'll have to take the morning train. Oh, Mary, you're wonderful. Will you go home to your folks and wait there? Of course not. I'm a Canadian now, remember? (laughs) Besides, your mother will be lonesome. (laughs) We can console each other. You know, my mother's crazy about you. I am about her. Maybe I like the kind of son she turned out. Chris. Hmm? I'm not going to be silly about all this. I know lots of men are having to go, but I... Sweet, please try especially hard to take care of yourself. Don't you know I've got a charmed life? If I didn't have, I'd never have found you. Oh, Chris. Chris, please be careful. And come back to me. I will, Mary. But it'll be soon, darling. Believe me. It will be soon. Chris, darling, is it only yesterday you went away? It seems five centuries ago. Your mother says I must resign myself to waiting and not fret. And she's right, of course. It's just the first shock of having you gone. And I know it's silly of me to worry, but I had a rather terrifying dream last night. 
So, darling, the first chance you have to send word of any kind, preferably a telegram, please indulge a very foolish wife and tell me you're all right. Even though you've been gone nearly a month now, I still haven't resigned my day. Mary? Mary, dear? Oh, yes, yes, Mother Jordan, I'm awake. Mary, a telegram for you just came. No. Oh, Mother Jordan, it may be leave. Chris may have leave. Well, perhaps if you'd open it, instead of just staring at the envelope, you'd know. <laughs> Look at me. I'm all lumps. I never could open one of these things without tearing the message. There. Well, what does it say, Mary? Mary. It's not from him. Then who? We regret to inform you that your husband, Ensign Christopher James Jordan, was killed. Mary! You've told her I'm here, Mrs. Jordan? Yes, Doctor. Mary will be right out. Doctor, are you sure this is wise to tell her now? Sure. In a case like this, no doctor can be sure of anything. But it has been ten days, and after all, perhaps the shock of it will, well, bring her out of herself. Give her a new reason for existence. I hope you're right. Oh, doctor, if only the child could cry. Let go. I know. Mrs. Jordan... Oh, here she is now. Come in, Mary, dear. You wanted to see me, Dr. Mason? Yes. Good morning, Mary, my dear. You're looking fine today. Now, Mary, I... I know what you're going to say, Doctor. You know? That I must get myself in hand. Well, I'm trying to. But I'd, I'd rather not talk about it. Do you mind? My child, when you collapsed ten days ago and I was called in, there were certain symptoms that indicated more than just the usual conditions resulting from simple emotional shock. More than... Yes, and I came to a most important realization. What are you trying to say? You're going to have a child, Mary. No. It's not true. Yes, Mary, it is. Child. And that's going to make it easier? Mary. His child. To be born long months after Chris is dead. His child. To come into life, to one day be taken as Chris himself was taken. His child, to be brought into this meaningless chaos of terror and destruction. Listen, my dear. I wish to God it were true. Mary, oh, you can't say such a thing. Chris was all I wanted, and he was taken from me. Well, let me be taken too, but not this. Not his child into this world. Not into this world. Mary. Mary. Who are you? I come but as a messenger. You must come with me to understand. It may not be told in words. You must come, Mary. Where? 
across the unfathomed voids that are space and time. It is your one hope to understand. You shall come with me, Mary. The first is here. Tell me, Mary. Tell me now what you see. A farm. A small cottage with a thatched roof. This is another country. It is Belgium. And now, within the cottage, what do you see there? A young man in a strange uniform. He's crying. A girl stands by his side and an old man. What are they saying to each other? Listen, Mary Jordan. Listen and you shall know. And I did run away, Anna. I had to. I was not alone. There were others, hundreds of them. I cannot believe it. Not you, Paul. You are not a deserter, my son. But you do not understand. The leader of the enemy is unbeatable. There's to be a battle tomorrow at the village beyond the hill. The enemy will win. And that will mean the end of Belgium. The end of Europe. We've got to get away, Anna. We've got to. Perhaps somewhere we can find refuge from the conqueror. No, Paul. But Anna... We do not run away. And you will go back to your regiment. Now, before they discover you have gone. She is right, Paul. I cannot go back. Paul, have we not always prayed that your child would be born here? On the land of his fathers. Of course you will go back. And you will help our army to beat this, this unbeatable conqueror. And you will return here to be with me in my time. You will go back, Paul. Now. You are not afraid, Anna. You are not afraid even of the conqueror. I am not afraid. Go, Paul. Now. Go. Yes, Anna. I will go. Goodbye. Goodbye, Uncle. Goodbye, Paul. Uncle, where did he say the battle would be tomorrow? At the village, beyond the hill, at Waterloo. still don't understand. There are others. Come. The second is here. With this country is... It is Ireland. A stone house beside a lake. A crowd of people storming at the door. They're angry, threatening. Within, Mary. It is within this place that you must see. <laughs> realize what they're doing. They're half mad with hunger. I know them better than you do. It's not words they'll understand. And I say it is, and I'll prove it to you. Kathleen! No, you can't go out there. Wait, Kathleen, wait! Here they are! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! You know what the meaning is. You've got food here. You and your great lord, a cellar full of it. You're living in the cabin of the land while the rest of us are starving. That's not true. There's no more inside these walls than in the house of any one of you. And it's that shame you should be for believing otherwise. Because my Michael is a lord, do you think he's not Irish in his heart? I say there's food inside. And I say there's not. What we had, we shared like all the rest. Now get on with you. 
you men, brandishing your staves and hoes. You'd do better to be working with them. Working. This morning, there are new plants sprouting in the valley fields. Plants that would grow the faster with some digging. If there were men with the brains and the brawn to be doing it. New plants sprouting. That means the beginning of the new crop. So Hope they needed, that's all. New hope. Kathleen, are there new plants in the valley field? A very few, but there'll be more. And soon, there must be, Michael. God will see to it. Because if there aren't, then it's the death of Ireland. And the death of Ireland is fair, the death of the world. And the world doesn't die, Michael. Oh, it gets almighty sick sometimes and sets up a terrible wail of agony. But if you listen sharp, even through the morning and the cries of terror, you can hear another sound. It's laughter, Michael. The laughter of another day when all of this will be forgotten. Oh, Michael, remind me. Remind you? That was a pretty phrase I made just now. Remind me to tell young Michael shortly after he's born. He'll be proud to know he has a devilish smarter mother. Kathleen. You're actually not afraid of the famine. Afraid? Sure, and how can I be when I've got your son beneath my heart? Would you have him born a coward? Of course I'm not afraid. Now, Mary, now do you understand? I, I believe I'm beginning to. There is yet another. Come. And here. What do you see here, Mary? This country is... America. A pass in the mountains of the West. And wagon train. One wagon apart from the other. A woman sitting alone as a man comes up to her. Listen, Mary. For the last time. Listen. Sarah... Sarah, it's decided. What is, Jim? The wagon train's going to make camp here. Word just came that the epidemic's worse beyond the mountains. So we're all going to stay here till the sick ones in the train get well or die. Then we'll take a vote whether to go on or turn back. Turn back? They're not really thinking of turning back. Well, of course they are. After all, if there's worse sickness beyond the mountains... Oh, Jim, you made me a promise. I'm holding you to it. But, Sarah... A farm in California, somewhere on the side of the ocean. That's what you said. And we'd be there in time for our child to be born on that farm. Well, that means we can't wait, Jim. Stopping now might mean we'd spend the winter here. Sarah, honey, be reasonable. We started out with a Donner party and... Well, well, we can't go on alone. Why not? We've got a good wagon, a strong team, supplies enough to last. And I trust in God. All right. I'll go and tell the others. Oh, no, they'd try to stop you. Let's go now. Now, Jim. All right, Sarah. If that's the way you want it. Get up there, boy. Hey! Hey! Get up there! Don't look so worried, Jim. We'll make it. I know we will. Understand. Those three, Anna, Kathleen, Sarah, 
They were all... all... Your own grandmothers and mothers of grandmothers. Three of the numberless women from whom you yourself came into being. Three of the lights of many colors cast into the prism which is Mary Jordan to converge in her and cast the white light of hope into the future. They had no fear. War, famine, and pestilence. And they had no fear. They were women, Mary. Fear is for men who can know the miracle of birth but from a distance. It is the women who are part of that miracle who must endure. Now and forever. Yes, it is clear now. I do see. I do understand. Yes. Yes. I do see. I do see now. Mary. Mary, my dear. Mother Jordan. Mary, you must try to do it. I'm going to have his child. His child, Mother Jordan. And I'm glad. Mary. He'll live again in his child. He'll live to hear laughter. I'm going to have Chris's child. Mary, you're... You're not afraid. Afraid? Of what? If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy show. We feature old time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com.